With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. didn't work last night you feeling good still feeling got great. one game to go feeling great so it's not over nah, yet that beer jinx is not a thing it's not over it's yet not a thing stop it it is not a thing you are you are pushing fate right now if shaving a playoff beard was a thing they would have lost last night and they didn't I, you are our hero though they didn't lose that's fun wasn't it I said to my kids, my kids were there. I was watching the game with my kids. I said, remember this movie? Uh, Yeah. it's from? uh, Footloose. Good for you. No, I said to Mike and Stevie last night, we were watching that third period, and we were on the edge of our seats like everybody else. I said, what what were the odds last year at this time that next year at this time we'd be watching a hockey game being this exciting? You know, it's funny. (laughs) You know what? It it, it is real funny that you you bring that up. So we had, uh, we, we didn't get home until like midway through the third period. And we're watching that final, you know, six minutes. And it was the same kid, same one. It's not like my, my kids aren't dying Kraken fans. Mm. No, but they, they're sports fans. So they'll watch anything. But it's not, they don't have Kraken jerseys on and like, let's, you know, you know, painting their faces. But they do like hockey. And God, I wish we could, and maybe we'll do that uh, right now. If you can tweet us in, Jason Puckett 20 at Coogs Go, CKid206. If you've got, you know how people take a, you know, everyone just takes videos down instead of just watching things. And I, but I do not want to see this. You have video of your family watching like the final minute last night. I'd love to see it. Because your you, the way you described your household was like our household. I, I mean, I it was, everybody is like standing up, screaming out of their minds. You know, how many times did the Kraken have opportunities to put that game away when they pulled the goaltender? I mean, how many well, times yeah. did that puck go down there? Like that, such as that last one that was just trickling down and missed by like three inches. Like, I know. It's like go in, it. go in, go in. I wanted someone down there. One of those, like you know, remember those uh, those chubby Americans in the Olympics? You know, the 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 um, oh the curlers, the curlers. The, you know, sh- 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 you know, get that thing in. And I mean, my kids were losing their minds. Yeah. I mean, their minds, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? But. No, the empty net thing was cool oh. too because, and you see the, Col- the Colorado one. guys being impromptu goalies. Well, credit. I mean, that was awesome. Credit. I don't know who it was, you know, you know, Yagerstein, but one of them, I, I can't remember who shot it. Four nine four five one. Tell me who shot it. It was kind of towards the end where that guy got right in the like it hit him right in the side. <laughs> oh, like know. Jesus, he man. doesn't have the goaltender he protection, have, and he's not fat like us. I mean, what the hell? 
No, and then in the back of your mind, you're thinking, man, another two-goal lead, the Avalanche coming back. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you knew that if they wonderful. tied, they'd probably win in overtime with that kind of momentum. To, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful, really wonderful cool. theater and drama. That's where, I, you know, we talk about, oh, playoff hockey is different than the other sports. And and I think just playoff intensity is, is crazy in all, in all sports. But... What is different about that sport, and like when baseball separates itself too from all the other sports, it's that suddenness. It's that it's that last minute or two minutes of of action like that where that sport separates itself from the other ones. The the the, the urgency of the other team trying to get you know the tying goal, and then the other team trying to avoid giving that up and it's six on five and it's and their shots are flying everywhere yeah, People yeah are it seems like minds. yeah controlled chaos if that's possible no that's what exactly right <laughs> like it's it's i think there's two sports that separate itself in like the final moments of a game um hockey like that last night and then the ninth bottom of a ninth inning of a baseball game game seven of a elimination series the the drama of that i to me Hockey comes real close, but to me, like that, there's really there's nothing that's unmatched. That drama, the buildup, but it's a different drama and buildup. That's more you're biting your fingernails, you're crossing your fingers, your hat's inside out, you're not talking to anyone. That last night is you're screaming out of your mind to you know get rid of the puck. Well, the difference too being that like with baseball, when you're watching the bottom of the ninth, most people that are watching the bottom of the ninth in a baseball game understand the game of baseball. <laughs> you, you could you could watch that game last night, like my kids and I did, yeah. and a lot of people around Seattle, and still don't have, you know, a grasp of the rules, and yet you could still be excited, yeah. and you could still feel yourself getting on board with the Kraken more and more. And this is what Todd Lywicki and all those guys over there were hoping for that Seattle. I mean, Everly talked about Best that tonight. You know, we're we're going to make this a hockey town, and and it's it's like past tense now. This is a hockey town now. The best thing that could happen to them is is what's developing right now. But but with any sport, right? We 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 overcomplicate sports too much. We really do, and it's simplistic forms. It's it's you know it's the great Nick Aliotti. All you have to do is suck less than the team you're playing. That's it. So when you're watching that last night, it's. There is no strategy to that last night in the last three minutes. There's nothing. You have five people trying to stop six people. That's it. And they're firing well, they have everything a strategy they can. as to how to do that, though. Yeah. And then the other team has the, a strategy on how they're going to beat that defense. I, but the strategy is just fire as many pucks as you possibly can at the goal, hoping that one sneaks in through the, you know his legs or you get a rebound. That's it. Well, I, and I had a greater appreciation for both goaltenders last night, especially toward the end of the game. There is so much traffic in front oh, of the goalie Jesus. that even if he was, he, how can he possibly see every shot? You can't. Oh, you. Well, that's why. And then it's you're you're unlucky sometimes. Of course you are. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you're just unlucky because something will go off a guy's well, stick or a well, skate. Look or, at the goals last night. Look at the the one that Sprong had. I mean, I, did Gord get a stick on it or not? I mean, the one the Sprong had, I don't think he did. Maybe he did. You know, the goaltender, Georgiev, could not see him at all. And the shot comes, and then kind of Gord's in his way. Maybe Gord gets a stick on it, and then it goes in. And then... Um, You're just blinded happened. back there. Yeah, yeah. And then it... Um, you know, the other... Let's see, what, the, what was the other one that was kind of like that as well? I think the one where um, uh, the rookie got the goal. 
well, that wasn't, you know, that was a, that was just a, a rebound shot, right? And he hit it. No, that was a pass from Everly, but yeah, it's, it was a one-timer. It's a one-timer. There yeah. you go. How's Good that? for him. That was, and that, uh, <laughs> that's an incredible story that we'll get to in just a quick second. Um, I got to give you the uh, key word here. Draft cash for the 12th man. Your chance of $1,000. Enter the nationwide keyword on the website. Green. That's green right now to 93.3. KJR. Dot com crack and win boy set we have tick we have a pair of tickets they finally allowed this this show to give away a pair of tickets we have complained long enough well and something else happened yesterday that hadn't happened in a while right what purple sheet called you and he called me to offer us tickets oh oh yeah well <laughs> i didn't know he had called you as well i have a real <laughs> funny story about that should i share that well, story I do too. or not i do too but go ahead you start with yours I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I said when he called? Because I saw he texted me and, you know, like it was, uh, yeah, Rich Moore's texting me. And I thought, oh, God, that's my boss. Okay, so, time out. I just, yeah. time out. Let, let's get to that in a quick second. Hold okay. On. I'm just, I'm formulating in my mind how I'm going to, how I'm going to deliver it. Okay. Did I give the keyword? It's green. <laughs> okay. Green to uh, 933KJR.com. Mike Benton's going to join us bottom of the hour again. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to Mike. We'll get the very latest game six Friday. I don't know. Have you looked at venuekings.com yet? Has anyone? I have. What is it? I tweeted out about it. You don't follow me on Twitter. I, I probably missed it this morning. I do follow you. 308 get in price. 308 get in price. $308 get in. Wow. That's it. <laughs> yes, I, did you see the email from Fane? I, I saw Fane email yeah. last night. That was $600. Oh yeah. 308. And, uh, let's see what section is it? It's up there. Uh, section 105. It's in the corner up okay. above. Well, uh, we're 15, gonna... 1596 for a ticket that's in Section 17. Well, we have a pair of free tickets to give away on Friday. Now, I don't know. I'm. How do we give these away? I didn't know that we had to come up with our own idea. I thought there was a, a plan, but we have. We can give them away any way we want. Hmm. Boy. Got to have something, right? Like a. Well, yes, we do have to have something to give away. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Just shut the hell up. How about, like, I, I don't know, s- screaming or explain how you're, you know, have turned into the biggest Kraken fan ever? I, I, yeah. Should we how have, about, like, talked about this before the show started, or is this is this better radio because it's organic, what we're doing? How about doing? just, I don't know, highest bidder. <laughs> highest bidder? <laughs> my Venmo. Anybody, should, how about we take, a, should we take calls? My Venmo account. I'll give my Venmo over there. How about anybody who offers 500 for the pair so that, and then if one of us, one of us is going to lose this hooker bet, and so then we could, oh, Jesus. then it'd be like a wash. This is going to be a bad day for me. Oh, that's gotta, today. Oh, I my got goodness. A, I got a bad, bad feeling well, about I'm, today. Uh, well, I'm going to the bank. Well, I have a I'm going bad, to the bank today. I'm, bad feeling. I'm about to get $100 come this weekend. Oh, man. And that was a great playoff game last night. Maybe there was, 80. There Maybe was, 80. Oh, you want to buy out? No, I don't want to buy out. You already owe me 10, and then I might win this Grizzlies uh, Lakers series. Oh, yeah. That would put me at 20. Oh, that's a good call. 20 up, and then i Grizzlies be, might be back. Might be back. I'm getting $120 by the end of this weekend. No, no you're going to get 100 Hey, side note. you already owe me hey, 10. Side note, None of the be- listeners care about this. Hey, side note, because we're cougs. I do, though. Side we note, do. because we're cougs. How about that shot in the corner from Clay? Oh, that was magnificent. I didn't see that. Floating to his left. He, he caught the ball. On the run, in the corner when they needed a shot, floating to his left out of bounds and drained it from the baseline, from the like almost on the three point line. Twenty six is one of the greatest shots you've ever seen. It's, okay, that was it. 
That was all. He did that kind of thing when he led us to the NIT. You remember that with Ken Bone? And... <laughs> we had Clay Thompson, and the best we could do was the NIT. <laughs> I mean, come on. We lost Tony Bennett. <laughs> Jeez. All right, Kraken. So we do have a pair of tickets. We'll give them away. Uh, Seahawks, it's the draft today. A lot going on. Can't wait for that. Our draft coverage uh, today. I mean, it unofficially got kicked off last night with the Mahler, Millen, Millen, Mahler mock draft. Um, I listened to a good chunk of that. <clears throat> some choice words by Hugh Millen that I think uh, at some point we will address with Hugh today. On yeah, he the spoke air. poorly of Gardner Minshew. Uh, he sure did. He sure he brought up a stat that I uh, I was told that was not important when discussing a quarterback. But okay, he brought up his winning percentage. <laughs> That that might be more important than not important to my more argument. important than intended air yards. You, you want me to bring up what his record was in the NFL? Oh, so you're going to go TJ Hushmanzada on Because I I can pull up his record in the don't NFL. Don't do if you that. Want me to. No, that's bad. You karma. sure? That's bad. No, don't do that. Did you like my comeback to him? Take the high road. What like was it? Comeback? I just I just said screw Hugh, didn't I? What would you uh, say when he talked about zero and twelve? And I said, oh, you do know about zero and twelve though. <laughs> yeah. We always have that in our back pocket. We do have that in our back pocket. And I'll tell you what, Husky fans, it's the only damn thing we've got. That's why we hang on. Yeah, we do. God, uh, that was a great year, wasn't it? Yes, it was. 2008. We won one game. Man. Coach Willingham. No, we won two. Coach third. Willingham speaking in third person about that team. That was beautiful. So our draft schedule unofficially got started last uh, night with the Muller Mill and Mock Draft. Great stuff. Uh, Fane was there. Feltsy was there. Uh, the Seahawks ended up, oh, my God, now I'm blanking. Who did they end up taking at number five? Uh oh, was it Will? Oh my oh, god! Yeah, it was Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson, thank you. Yeah, the, the kid that spurned us and went to. Hey, you know what? I forgot about that when <laughs> yeah. I was reading Dane uh, Brugler, the Beast. I forgot that he committed to us <laughs> under uh, Mike Leach. Today, uh, the official start time of the draft five o'clock today. But of course, Ian will be on, uh, you know, doing his show from there. Softy will be doing his normal show from three o'clock. But the uh, draft starts at five o'clock today. Softy Fane Hugh with Holmgren today. Not for all four hours with Holmgren. I think it's like two hours, but three to seven today. Then myself, Hugh, Rob Rang from seven to nine at the Virginia Mason Athletic Center. Day two uh, will start at four o'clock. Again, Softy, Fane, Hugh, and Holmgren, three to 6.30 on 93.3 KJR FM. And then tomorrow on 9.50 a.m. from 6.39, myself, Hugh, and uh, Rob Rang. Day three uh, will be Ian and Rang from nine to 12. Uh, the parts of that are going to be simulcast on Fox 13. Then uh, 12 to 2, there'll be another draft show. And then Chuck and Curtis Crabtree will wrap it up at 2 to 5. But today, just for today, uh, again, starts at 5. Softy Fane, Hugh, and Holmgren from 3 to 7. And then uh, it's uh, Ranger, Millen, and myself from 7 to 9 as we wrap it up. And then I know uh, Furness will be floating by as well throughout the day. The Other than just the remarkable win last night and what that place is going to be like on Friday. I mean, I... I we'll get to why I, I can't go and, and I don't know if you're going to go or not, but I'm so jealous and envious of everyone that gets to be on that building on Friday night. Just so envious because I mean, you're going to, you, you have a chance to be witness to history and there is nothing, absolutely nothing like being, I think in an arena environment, not like in a baseball field or a football stadium, but they, they apply to when you have a chance to clinch a series. And I remember, I mean, the last time I was in something like that, an arena was uh, Game 7 Western Conference Finals, Utah and Seattle. And they're just nothing like it. It's just, 
the energy. It's hot. Everyone is standing on their feet, and it's like, and I would imagine that's when it's going to be a come Friday. No one's going to be sitting down, and you're going to be living and dying on every shot, every line change, every stop, and it's just going to be and you'll, you'll phenomenal. be booing Makar every time he gets the puck, you're booing his ass left and right, and it's I, I think the build up to it, whether you're going to Queen Anne Beer Hall like three hours beforehand, man, what an atmosphere there too. I mean, it's just going to be fun, fun as hell, man. So everyone that has a chance to go, savor that on Friday because, I mean, these just don't come around. Yeah, it's just, it's cool to have hockey in town. And then just to think about the defending Stanley Cup champions and the chance to knock them off in the first round. And, uh, yeah, everything about it. It's just, and everybody getting on board that wasn't really into it. And then what they did last year and the turnaround they had, historical turnaround. And now you start, I, I was even like, gee, who would they play in the next round, you know? And so then you look sure. at, boy, I was looking at the season standing or you know, how they did against Minnesota and how they did against Dallas. They went one and two against both teams. And you start, I know that you need to take one game at a time and don't, you know, get too far ahead of yourself. But it's just, it's, it's fun to start thinking about the next round and, and, and the next game and, and everything about it. Yeah. And then I think for you and me, because we're softies and we get real emotional, uh, when stuff like this happens, I, I think the story of uh, of Ty Cartier or Cartier, excuse me, is it Cartier? Cart- Cartier. Cartier. Thank you. Cartier. Huh? It's Cartier. I heard him say that they had the yay in there last yeah. night. I think. Car- I, I well, I would double check. I don't know. I'll well, pull up YouTube. One ESPN, day. I think, said Cartier. I thought. Sounds cooler. All right. uh, I could be wrong. Probably am wrong. Uh, was his NHL debut last night. He scores the, the go-ahead goal. He, of course, played on that top line with uh, Beneers and uh, Everly. But the story of his parents and how they found out. So he called, and NHL.com's got the story on this one. His parents, he texted his parents, his mom, um, Rochelle, about nine and a half hours before the game and just texted her, I'm playing. And she was like, okay. And so they both live and work in Kingston, Ontario. His mom is a clinical nurse and his father's a, a, chemi- a chemistry a teacher. So the parents said, all right, you're playing. You need to get us tickets. And, of course, you know, he just tie goes to the teams and I need a pair of tickets for my parents. Like, okay, here you go. His parents drove from Kingston, Ontario, two and a half hours to the airport, Toronto Pearson International Airport. On the way, Rochelle's brother ended up booking the flight for them. So they left Toronto at 5 p.m. Eastern for a flight to Denver, Colorado. They land in Denver at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time. So an hour, roughly an hour before uh, the game. They uh, they weren't going to make as they took a, a cab to their hotel that they booked, had to drop off their stuff. So they drop off their stuff. Then they knew that they weren't going to be able to make it in time. So she calls her brother. Her brother, who is back home in Kingston, ends up FaceTiming with him and showing him basically like his first line shift, the first few minutes of game, on the TV. So they're FaceTiming it in the Uber on the way uh, to the arena. So they see his first line shift. They get in there, get to their seats. About, I think it's like 10 minutes after the game had started. And, of course, are in attendance and, uh, of course, see his, his goal there in the what, second period. Because when I came into the game watching it last night, I didn't see – they kept showing those two on the TV. I'm like, who, who is that? They keep showing these two people all the time. 
Well, and good job by Root Sports to have that dialed in and then, you know, to get just right in in on them and then see the celebration they had and for their son to score. In his NHL debut in the playoffs to score his first goal. Yeah. And just, I mean, there's so much to the backstory, too, where you you mentioned about him being undrafted and 21 years old and Coachella Valley. And and that's the thing I, I like about the story, I think, even more. This isn't Shane Wright. No. This isn't a top pick in the draft. This guy's you just said it. He was undrafted. He's like an undrafted free agent at 21 that ends up signing with invited to their camp. He signs with him. Then he goes down to Coachella Valley and he just sets the world on fire. And the I don't know if this is the only reason, but part of the reason they I don't know if they selected, maybe they would just select him anyways. He was already in Colorado this week. Because the Coachella team was playing the Colorado, uh, what the hell is their name? Uh, the Firebirds? No, no. Well, they're the Firebirds, but they were playing the Eagles okay. in Colorado Springs. So he was already in the area. Mm-hmm. Gets the call. And then they were just like, and you read all the, the, the stuff last night from all the players. They're like, not that you, he scored. It's that this guy was everywhere last night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then the way that Hackstall talked about him is just like, uh, he just belongs. He doesn't yeah. seem overwhelmed one bit. So, real cool story. And no, I guess and you know, it was cool, awesome. too. Like, like uh, again, hockey novice here. But they just inserted him into that first line. <laughs> Instead of, like, like normally, like in basketball or baseball, another yeah. sport, I would have thought, well, let's move a guy up from the second line to the first line. But yeah. it, it just worked out perfectly last night, yeah, the way they it did was, it. It was, it was uh, remarkable. All right, Mike Benton's going to join us coming up next segment. Michael Sean Dugard, 11, voicemails, 1130, 1145. A tweet of the day here on 93.3 KJRFM. Ah, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, he's our best friend of the show. Put your hands together for Mike Benton. Follow him on Twitter at Benton underscore Mike. He is the star. He is the host. He is lover of all things Seattle Kraken Audio Network at Kraken. Kraken? What the hell's wrong with Kraken Audio Network? Hello, Mike. How are you, sir? Oh, man. I had to slug back some more coffee after lack of sleep, but forget about it, man. That intro was enough. What I'm time? doing all right. How are you guys doing? Great. What time did you shut her down last night? Oh, man. It might have been about probably 2 o'clock in the morning just because of uh, you know extra content needs that we had yeah. to take care of after the postgame uh, show, which you know, you know goes a bit deeper now these days here. But then I think, you know, of all the excitement, I might have fallen asleep on, on, on my couch as well, too. And the funny thing is, it's probably the second time in this postseason it's happened, which you keep pushing yourself and pushing yourself, it's going to happen. But, uh, man, you know, I wouldn't trade it here for the world. What a finish last night. Yeah, you, you had a great line, um, I think, in your post game, right? And you said, I'm looking at the Kraken Audio Network, uh, the Twitter feed. It's like Friday can't come soon enough, right? We know you can't wait for game six. I mean, that's kind of the feeling around town, right? Oh, man. I mean, I, I wasn't fortunate to be, you know, in in this building, you know, at 
Climate Pledge Arena back then, Key Arena, when the Sonics were mm-hmm. in their heyday, they were challenging MJ's Bulls. But, you know, you just hear the stories over and over of just how loud it was. I remember watching it on TV, you know, back when I was younger, and just imagining what, you know, Stanley Cup playoff hockey would sound like in a building like that. I mean, I wasn't in the kingdom for Edgar. I was living elsewhere. But, um, you know, you can just imagine what it would sound like. But, I mean, guys, the facts are these here. The, the Kraken have a chance now tomorrow night to become the first team in NHL history to defeat the reigning Stanley Cup champion in their first-ever Stanley Cup playoff mm. series and the second at any point during their first playoff appearance. Last time that happened, it was the Maroons who defeated the Victoria Cougars in the 1926 (laughs) Stanley Cup final. So when we talk about a series that is shattering history and expectations and, you know, making history, making a memory, this is it. This is why this is going to be such a loud building here for tomorrow night. Everyone's talking about it. I can't wait for it. We're seeing, you know, you know, everyone come out to establishments. The, the, the economy take a spike now upward because of this. And this is really, really good times that we're seeing here in Seattle because of this platform that's growing and growing. Yeah, and how about that rookie last night, Ty Cartier, and what he did game or the, the go-ahead goal in his debut? I mean, that's just fantastic stuff there, Mike. No, you just you just can't make this stuff up here. It's crazy because uh, you know he it was fortunate because he was already in Colorado uh, because the AHL uh, affiliate Firebirds were just happened to be playing the AHL Colorado Eagles about an hour north. Get him, you know, on the highway. Get him down to uh, Ball Arena, and then have enough time to at least have him phone his parents just so they can be in the building for that game. He's originally from um, Ontario, up north of the border. His parents had enough time to basically pick up the phone, put it right down, get right in the car, drive to Toronto, take the first flight out, get into Denver, miss the start of puck drop, but still get in their seat quick enough to see their own son score his first career NHL goal in his debut in a Stanley Cup playoff game. That's the stuff that dreams are made of. And I go back to it yesterday, you know, and I'll pause for a second when I ask either one of you guys, say the line, say the line. What's the line? Go Cougs? Go Cougs? I mean, <laughs> are you done? I'm not, I'm not tracking you here. How are the Kraken going to fill the absence of Jared McCann? Oh, okay. I mean, I, I got you, Mike. You go. Mike, we're go. idiots. <laughs> yeah, he was the answer. Yeah, yeah. Next okay, first of all. Why didn't you say Ty Cartier is the answer? Okay, hold on. Okay, I've, what is his last thing? I've heard three different pronunciations. I have one, Cartier. Jim's got a different one, and then you did a different one. It's Cartier. Okay, but that's not what they said on the broadcast last night. I think, I think you just, hold on, hold on. You just say it real fast. Yeah, you're saying it so fast that I think well, you're you not even. To. Hold stop. You're not even confident how you're saying it. Say it again. Cartier. Cartier? Like a yes. CH? It's a T. In yes. Uh, okay, but on the ESPN, Cartier. they said Cartier. <laughs> no, we had a chance to talk to him back in uh, the preseason. It's uh, Cartier. Cartier. Okay. But just say it fast. Yeah, I'm going to trust you, Mike. But we're going to double-check with Forsland. Why wasn't that your answer <laughs> yesterday or the day before when we asked about the McCann absence? Why didn't you answer that? 
You're a hockey insider. You just never, ever know. I mean, man, like this team usually says, they just come up and sneak on you like uh, like uh, the, the, the mythological monster from the deep. They just come up and sneak up on you, and that's what this team did with their depth last night. So to answer your question, how do you fill Jared McCann's absence? You never know with a Ty Cartier appearance, and that's exactly what happened. Well, it's... 28 goals in the AHL and finds the right time to get his first. You think McKinnon's out of the series mentally? Or, I know, hold on, I'm not mentally. Let me, let me rephrase that. Like his display of frustration last night. Out of character, or is that how he acts? I would say it's, it's within character because okay. he's so intense. Uh, and just based on from you know the, the people I know, uh, who have had a chance to have a relationship with them and know him pretty well. That's who Nathan McKinnon is. I mean, he, he's always on. He, he's, he's always hyped up. Um, and I think there is, you know, from, from my experience and seeing this, you know, for several years in hockey, there's really a double-edged sword here to this. Um, energy and, and passion and emotion is, you know, a, a combination of, you know, so, so some of the most, you know, uh, gifted traits that, that we can see that make up a, a professional athlete. But it can really go two ways. If you can't self-regulate, then that's where it gets you in trouble. And I go mm-hmm. back to the goal that Cartier scored because Nathan McKinnon just went off the rails last night emotionally. I mean, he, he got or he got tangled up with Will Borgen. Now, if you want to argue a trip or not trip, whatever. But then he starts complaining to the referee then takes his stick, right. mashes it right against the glass, almost takes Matty Beniers' head off. Mm-hmm. But then the most egregious mistake in all of this, he took himself out of the play. It's going. Well, he was late getting off the, the other, yeah, other way. Yeah, he was late getting off the ice, right? He, he's got to get off for a line change. The guy who's replacing him, JT Comfer, gets off the bench. He's got no chance to get back and cover his man, which is Ty Cartier. And Ty Cartier is wide open, right place, right time, boom, shift over, game, set, match, crack, and lead. They would not look back after that. So emotions got the best of Nathan McKinnon last night and the Colorado Avalanche. He admitted it. But again, to me, it bears the question of how much more can they take of this because they have no captain, Gabriel Landeskog, who is the calm, cool, and poised leader. Time will tell here. But again, you're, you are relying so, uh, so much on Colorado for, for their superstars and the mistakes that can crop up at a time like this. Um, it was pivotal last night. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, you know, Colorado's got, you know, two more shots here to correct this issue. And they haven't forgotten how to win the Stanley Cup, obviously, which, I mean, Yanni Gord said it last night, game six, your last win, it's going to be the hardest one. And that will indeed be, be the hardest one here. So, we know that Nathan McKinnon's going to come ready to play um, the Avalanche under his leadership now because he's kind of the de facto guy with Landeskog out. They're going to be ready as well. And so energy, intensity, there's going to be no shorter job here for game six. Well, yeah, it's going to be just <laughs> nothing but fun tomorrow night, tomorrow night there. But Makar will be back after his suspension from last night's game. Uh, how much of a difference will that make for the Avalanche in game six? Well, because they can give him all the ice time they want. I mean, he led the league in ice time here for this season. Um, you know, he's he's the engineer of, of how they attack and how they operate offensively. Uh, he's their top power play guy. Uh, he can walk the line and find shooting lanes where 
it may seem closed off, but he's so super skilled at being able to shift and move the puck and, you know, create his own shooting lanes and eventually get shots through. We saw that absolute cannon he has for a one-timer. That was uh, back in game three. So, you know, guys, I'm just curious maybe on... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, being that he's going to be playing in this first game back, I'm not certain that many fans have forgotten what happened here in game four. Are we going to hear more boos uh, when Kale McCart touches the puck? I don't know. I can't answer that. But well, I can. Uh, yes. Yeah. Sure. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. They're going to boo the hell out oh, of him, Mike. And, and I think right, what's going to be crazy. I think what's going to be crazy, Mike. Hey, Mike, what I think it's going to be crazy, though, is he's never experienced that. And, 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 and here's the one thing is that as soon as he had that hit on McCann, came back, and got booed every time he touched the puck. He did not look himself. He was looking over his shoulder. He was hesitant. You know, there there was a certain element of confidence that was visibly lost with his game. Um, so I'm I'm really curious to see how the return version of Kale McCarr looks here in Game Six. I mean, technically that's a big ad here for the Avalanche, but how he performs. Big question mark, and uh, we got to wait and see here on this one. Yeah, because I was talking to, just to wrap it up, I was talking to uh, a one-time uh, Seattle program director star Kevin Shockey yesterday, and they said it's a big talking point in Denver about that. That, again, this guy mm-hmm. is bu- this guy is like regarded, right, as like one of the nicest, if not the nicest, like guys in the NHL. We talked about the other day. I mean, he, on a penalty this year, earlier this year, he turned himself in and said, no, that wasn't a penalty. Yeah. Like, no one does yep. that. And any sport ever does that. And he wins. What do you guys, what do you call the award for the sportsmanship? The uh, Lady Bing, yeah. Yeah. So he won. I mean, he, the Lady Bing? Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, that's another show. We can talk about that maybe tomorrow. The, <laughs> the Lady Bing. But, uh, and they said that, yeah, that they, they think in Denver that the a topic yesterday or the last couple of days was that it rattled him. And that they are concerned that it will rattle him tomorrow when he comes back. That he might not be the same hearing booze for the first time in his career because he's never been considered that type of player. And they think in Denver it's crazy that we have turned on him like that and now making him uh, a villain. All right, you're the best. Uh, give, me, uh, give us the name one more time. Of, uh, for, I'm sorry. Cartier? The, the, uh, yeah, yeah, Ty Cartier. Okay, you sure? A hundred percent sure, Mister Puckett. <laughs> That's why we pay you the big bucks, and we don't listen, <laughs> and we don't listen to putzes like us. Thanks for putting up with us, Mike. Yeah. Thank you for putting up with me. I mean, what? hey, I was calling you out here for for the whole playoff or thing, but you know what, Jim, you're justified with it's, that. It's actually. not over yet, Mike. Saved your beard. It's not over. <laughs> it's not over. They won last night. But you know what? Jim's got the argument. You know what? I shaved my beard. It didn't matter. The Kraken have one, so why stop now? Why stop now? Hey, I'm clean shaven here. I, I know it works for me. And the thing I, about I, I Mike, figure something out right here. And people don't know this. Maybe only his wife. He's clean shaven everywhere. 
All right, Mike. I don't know how I can answer that, but wow. We'll see you tomorrow, okay? Oh, thanks, guys. This was great. Oh. I'll, I'll, it was always a slice. There he is, Mike Benton, Kraken Audio Net, Seattle Kraken <laughs> broadcaster. You, why would you do that to him? I didn't do anything to him. Why would you do that to him? I mean, I just do it to make you laugh and Chris gives a smile. I, the only reason I do it. I mean, Mike can have one syllable after another, but then when you put something out there like that, he's just speechless. Some guys like to go clean shaven. Well, let's not all pretend here we haven't we haven't groomed ourselves, guys. What's that product that's out there? Man, Manscaped? Manscaped. Don't act like you haven't gone in that if shower Manscaped, and Manscaped it down there. Right? Don't, don't. That's if, why they if, make if it. If they ask you Manscaped. for an endorsement for yes. Manscaped, would you take it? And 100%. would you use it? Yes. Have you ever done that? Of course. You have. 100%. Of course. And so have you. Where? Everywhere. Everywhere. Down there. Down there. The damn right. Seriously? Yeah. I've never done it. Well, never you, done it. You haven't lived. Chris? Kid? I have Manscaped. Yeah. The Athletic, so we're taking just, care of them. Damn right. Yeah, I've never done it. Well, get get living. You know what? I, no, you know what? I want to get rid of the hair on my back. No, well, okay, I mean, the, the back fun. hair is kind of like, back God, hair. that's gross. We're talking about that I jungle you got down about. there, right? I'm not, I'm not doing it. She wants I, it removed, too. I'm not doing anywhere else. Just do it. No, no. But the back thing. You Are know, you scared? I, I, I am a little vain about my back. Are you scared because at your age, when you get old, you get a little shaky hand? and it might... <laughs> No, that's not. <laughs> 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 we got a bleeder. No. <laughs> We got no, a bleeder. It's just never occurred to me that, yeah, you know, I got to get some work done down there. No, well, it just has never, like, crossed my mind. Like, you know, honey, uh, we need to, you know, well, check I out. I will take a Manscaped. Like, I don't, I don't go on uh, Amazon and go, you know, type in I Manscaped will, products. I no, will take an it. endorsement from Manscaped if they want well, to offer one. I would, too. Um, all right. We'll continue to uh, to rock on coming up uh, next year on 93.3 KJFM. We have a different tweet of the day that we're going to play, but I did get yours. I got. Well, I already saw that one story that you sent me about the umps, parents. I've seen that one. I bookmarked that one. But I also saw the one about the ESPN female reporter that got fired. <laughs> yeah, that, that was... That is a great story. Get out of the way, you <laughs> effing... Man, she dropped the C word on that woman. Damn. Wouldn't you have loved to be in that dugout when that happened? Pre-game. Oh, man, I've seen some good fights between reporters. Uh, I have a my favorite one that I cannot mention, too, because they're still here. But, God, it was good. What, um, what was it over? Um, Something similar to that. An interview that someone had set up. And, yeah. And then well, one I, of them, like, jumped into the interview or, or booked it or, that, or you know, Got it before the other one, and oh my God, was it one of the best just hissy fits that I have ever seen from two people. <laughs> the ones I used to see quite a bit were, the well, not quite a bit, but on occasion where newspaper reporters scrums. would be, up, be upset with yeah. TV people and the cameras coming in. And the scrums, the wedging odd, their way in. The Bob Finnegan's of the world, the oh. people are old enough to remember Bob Finnegan. God, Bob Finnegan hated when you, you'd be interviewing someone, and listen, it's open. There's no exclusive interviews inside there. And he'd be interviewing someone, you'd come over there and be like, what? and he'd look at it like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, it's it's not exclusive. You want an exclusive interview, go outside. Do, you do. And uh, Hickey was like that too. Oh, God. Hickey would just turn and say, no, I'm, this is mine. Well, <laughs> Hickey took up a lot of space, so probably hard for you to get in there. 
I love John Hickey, but he took up a lot of space. He did. Wow. <laughs> I'm just stating wow. facts. Anybody who knew John Hickey knew he took up a lot of space in front of one of those cubicles <laughs> interviewing. Yeah, what the hell? I'm just being honest. You are mean. <laughs> no. You are a mean, mean person. <laughs> I well, maybe I am. Man. Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Uh, a judgment day might not be kind for me. I don't know. John was the nice. He was one of the nicest people to me. Well, I love Hickey. I told you I love Hickey, you too. You just fat shamed him again. I, I said he's big. No. you just Hefty. Whatever. So what are you doing for Tweet of the Day? You're doing the... The female reporter. No, I'm not going to do that. We have another. We have another one. But uh, that that female. What's her name? Marley Rivera. Man, she just. I mean, threw out the effing c word to another reporter. Yeah, and and uh, when you do that as a woman, aren't you actually maybe you could be considered one yourself? Ah, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that, that gets <laughs> I mean, you. Yeah. That gets you fired. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, he gets hot all over an interview with Aaron Judge. I mean, maybe Aaron Judge will do multiple interviews. I don't I don't know. But I got hot and bothered there at uh, Yankee Stadium. Don't you think they've heard worse, though, around there? And they're like, don't, okay. don't you wish you'd been there to see it? That's what I just, yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> I, I love that stuff. I love media on media fights. There is nothing better than that. <laughs> when when two media people who, who all think that they're important, which none of us are, if we lob ourselves into the media, I guess, but... With those those that cover the teams, they think they're all really important, which none of them are. Well, it's so hard to get your own quotes anymore, so you might as well just you know take the podium stuff and go. <laughs> just the, and by the way, the woman she yelled at, uh, not bad. Not bad Googled, what? Oh, not bad looking. Oh, okay. Oh, I Googled her. Oh, all right. And there's video out there now. You want me to get the video? The video TMZ got it. Oh, yeah. TMZ got the video. Tweet that out. Because it was on video. They were recording at the time. So they're waiting for it to come out. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, let's go. It's it's weird, though, media sometimes. I mean, there was one year that the other two guys that covered the Sonics with me, that they weren't speaking to each other, and it was just awkward the whole year. Yeah, it's, it's the best. <laughs> God, it's the best. All right. Uh, well, Finnegan and Hickey, they didn't get along. I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember them not being the best of friends they were competing well, against yeah, each other you're competitive but you get to be like i'm friends with glenn nelson now and he was a competitor and, oh. yeah but you i mean you spend so much time with these people on the road yeah. that you get to know them and then you go out and have drinks with them and you go oh, okay yeah i hope i break the story before you do but you're still my buddy yeah uh michael sean dugar let's ask uh let's ask dugar has he ever gotten to a media spat with anyone oh, i'm sure he has i don't know mike's a pretty easygoing guy he's pretty chill i'm what, not sure what do you think kid He's pretty chill. I will let, let him share. Yeah. Oh, so he has. So that means yes. Yes. All right. Michael Shondegar, The Athletic. What are the Seahawks going to do today? What are they not going to do today? We'll get the very latest for the man who covers the team coming up. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.